Hello everyone and welcome to Still Moments with Jesus. We are so happy to have you. I'm your host, Brian Samuel Opati, with my wonderful and lovely co-host. My Nicole Samuel Opati. And wife. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, husband. Happy, happy Palm Sunday to all of you celebrating. Yes. Anything yeah. exciting happened to anyone out there? Anything interesting that happened to you guys? You're asking rhetorical questions on the I podcast. know I'm asking rhetorical <laughs> questions. Sometimes I like to imagine that we are getting a con- an active conversation right now. Okay. <laughs> with, our, <laughs> with our listeners. Uh, but it is Palm Sunday, and as you know, we kind of celebrate Palm Sunday every day on this channel. We love to lay everything down, all the palms down, uh, as we prepare the way for the Lord to come into our hearts and just minister to us and speak to us in such a special and in such special and unique ways. Mm. So thank you for joining us today. Um, yes, thank you, thank you. We also hope that you're doing okay and. We hope that you enjoyed our last episode uh, that we just uh, aired yesterday on Church Hurt. Mm. And um, my wife and I, Maya, my favorite co-host of all time, uh, that she and I have just been thinking about the topic uh, such so intensely and deeply um, and just wanted to go into it a little bit deeper today. Mm. Uh, now as we look into Church Hurt as it relates to ministers, mm-hmm. so to any fellow ministers out there does not matter which denomination you belong to does not matter um uh where you're from which background uh, whether you're based in the u.s in north america or anywhere else in the world this might be for you this might be something you might relate to and please remember uh we're not trying to attack anyone we are just trying to lay things out there just so that um we really do find healing and do find answers uh, that really do help us uh, connect more with Christ, even in the midst of the chaos that is just living and existing in the world. Yeah, I would say our hope yeah. a prayer for you. Yeah. And even if you're not a minister, just someone, even a, a place of leadership. Mm. Of our and just of, tuning in, right? Yeah, our, yeah. Yes, our hope and prayer is that you maybe see a little bit of what we experience in your life and also just knowing that you're not as alone as possibly you think you are in this very moment i promise mm. actually that's a that's a very good point um as you know i've been um leading on the questions for my wonderful co-host today Ooh. yeah she's ready she looks a little tired but I'm happy she loves to do this with me. Um, I don't know she, she she does, right? Yes. Do, do you? Yes. Do you no, I okay. do. Okay. I do love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just checking. Just checking. Late at night, every single night. Just yeah. checking. Um, so one of the big things we want to just talk about is what leads to a minister or leader, church leader or religious leaders, hurt within a church organization or parachurch organization. Or non-profit, or Christian non-profit. What what leads to it? What gets us to a point where? Because you and I are ministers, right? Mm-hmm. So what gets someone to the point where they get to this place and they they just feel like they're done, they're tired? Because sometimes your body responds more than your mind does, and your words are willing to catch up. You know, keep up, catch up with that. Um, what do you think gets us there, my? Well. Feel like that was my entire week. <laughs> Ooh, oh <laughs> my god! Week. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, and I would say, 
I, I started out the week, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, uh, doing a Bible study that went really well, and my heart was full and happy and joyous, and I, I got to talk to people I never met before, and it, it was an amazing experience and a true blessing. Mm. Uh, just to t- just to be able to commune with people, right? Mm. And I would say the biggest struggle, however, is that the rest of my week did not go like that. Oof. Oh my! <laughs> no. And if you're asking church hurt, church hurt. I think the thing that we should start out with is we all grew up in the church. Like all ministers, religious leaders, they didn't grow up in the church. They had some type of Christian effect residue on them because we live in the u.s right mm. at least from my point of view gotcha not the rest of the world but for here you're affected by christianity whether you like it or not gotcha and that residue gotcha. is everywhere and especially for ministries who grew up in the church or just people who grew up in the church you experience the pastor not saying something nice to you or the first mm. lady not saying something nice to you or oh, wow. or just uh mean you other, other youth group members that might have been mean to you Mm. in the midst of still having love and family and joy and all these other things there's still there's still this frustration right Mm. and i promise you that most people i talk to i've talked to ministers my ministers who are in their late like 60s early 70s and they experienced church hurt when they were five right Mm. (laughs) like i think it's just a universal thing being a part of it I, i i kind of was joking with you earlier yeah. About how it's Palm Sunday, and I don't know if the church likes to be ironic, mm. <laughs> but right. they are. Right. When it definitely comes to ministry. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it just, I, I do think there's an irony to how churches interact sometimes and the Pharisees that existed in Jesus' time. Not that every minister is a Pharisee, mm. <laughs> but I, right. sometimes, sometimes you right. just, you kind of see, I don't know. I think sometimes you see in moments in church that there could be the possibility of that. Mm, gotcha. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Do you feel, just based off of your experience this week, uh, Maya, that the hurt sometimes hits you when you least expect it? I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, what I'm trying to say is, you know how... Uh, there's been studies done on like um, people who get in into car accidents that they might oh, seem around. okay yeah. and in the exterior, but then <laughs> the true damage is realized later on. No, it's <laughs> not realizing. Oh my gosh, I actually did have developed like internal bleeding or something. <laughs> like, does it hit you sometimes the shock of it? Because sometimes we like you know sometimes depending on the church churches mm. we, we grew up in. You've been taught to, you know, kind of like excuse some behavior or put up with some treatment by church leaders and others that you have to work with. Do you feel like sometimes you internalize it so much that by the time you realize that you're done, that you're out of breath? I mean, I guess yeah. coming from my own personal black background, uh, mm. you knew. Yeah, background. Background. I like that. <laughs> the whole plain words there. I grew up in a very like hippy dippy church, right? right? So right. I would say on average it was not the same type of silence, right? Mm. That might be another church organizations that I've gone to when I got older, mm. uh, because 
people protested all the time at the church. So, of course, gotcha. if you had something dramatic happen, you got to be like, ha-ha, <laughs> I'm going to protest this, and I'm going to go <laughs> against the man, because the man is our number one enemy, right? Gotcha. Like, like, stuff like that. But that yeah. was just common in my church. So I didn't feel that silence, per se. Mm. But I will say, I think the thing that I'm shocked by the most is that the church that I went to was in a bubble. Like, a very uh, nice, pretty uh, bubble that was, like, that w- it was integrated. Right. But it was also upper economic. Gotcha. And it had the same social views as every single, like, person that I knew. Gotcha. And then leaving that was <laughs> was wow. and still is chaos for me. So wow. I'd say the real shell shock is I'm, I'm always surprised by the amount of cruelty that's out there and not and still since i'm growing it's i think we are all still growing forever as ministers mm. or as people of the faith we'll never know every single text i don't care if you memorize the bible or not like we still there's some things we'll we'll miss mm. um but that's a point of humility right there it is my, it's my I, I get humbled every single day so okay. so yes okay. word yeah but I like, I, I like hearing that from ministers these days thank you thank you for that yeah but I think the thing that I do struggle with is, like, for example, this week, the two topics that I, I well, the one topic that's come up for me personally mm. is the idea of women in ministry. Mm. And growing up at my church, I the women were just ministers, right? Like, right. it just was not a big deal. That just right. They just were. They just, it was like, it's a lady minister, it's a dude minister. There wasn't really a, there was no issue, right? right. And now right. I'm, I'm in a larger group. Yeah. And now there's issues and I am like I had yeah. a massive freak out from a book that both of us were reading. Yeah. Oh, you made me read it yesterday. Yes. I still I'm still not over it, but anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh but in the book they they compared uh women to slaves. Mm-hmm. And then being a black woman, I was like, "Man, you just doubled down on me right there, didn't you?" Right. Just like wanted to add it. So right. that's I would say it's fresh church hurt, right? Yep. And then what do I do that with that? That is very fresh. Yeah. That is true. And to leaders. And to no leaders. Less. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying to you that even though I'm in a leadership position, yeah. that I'm doing leadership work, hmm. that still hurts when people look at you and say, you shouldn't have authority. Or wow. worse, that God considers you a slave mm. and that your authority is null and void and you shouldn't mm. even be talking. Yeah. Right? And, That's rough. And I think yeah. for me... I think the blessing is ha- being able. I don't. Want to say, no, I'll say blessing, because okay. it's Jesus. Okay. Is that? Praise him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where is God? <laughs> Where is God? Absolutely. If you if you don't get that joke, trust me. If you get to know us, you know you'll always hear that joke coming out out of our mouths every so often. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Go ahead, babe. I would say the thing about Jesus is. Because the way the religious elite mm. or the religious or religious leaders treated Jesus mm. is in a way I can be like, wow, Jesus, you went through something way t- ten hundred million times worse than I had to go through with ministers being cruel to me. Mm. But at that same moment, I I feel that pain, and I know you felt that pain. Yeah, and I think it's one thing, especially for a leader. Um, in the church or in a parachurch organization or um, some Christian type of organization and you know that the the manuals or the books being used still carry with them 
and a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. So you have to remember, sometimes when I read some of the things you share with me, Maya, mm-hmm. I, I hear them through different ears. Oh, yeah. I hear them through many ears. Go ahead. So ears away. One of the ears I hear them as is one, as a fresh immigrant to the U.S. I hear them as, um, as an international who grew up in a very different context. Mm-hmm. I also hear them through my own native languages, <laughs> among other your fans. Uh, things. Because, yeah, shush. <laughs> <laughs> It's about Jesus. Yeah. So it's it gets it it's it gets really difficult sometimes to be able to voice the amount of frustration that I also get and feel when I hear you share about your experiences. Um and I think it has been a warning sign to both of us, I'd say. Uh just reading what churches would produce or what other groups would produce and you you know tell the administrators these are the manuals you're going by you have yes. to subscribe to this to actually serve with us mm-hmm. and I think the more oppressive the manuals the harder it is to get um, more ministers dedicated to fulfilling Jesus's work mm-hmm. and thus seeing more people live mm-hmm. and actually truly come to know him doesn't matter what background they come from or who they are mm-hmm. And it also it also does one painful thing that I feel you and I also read yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. which is that God is in the business of liberation. <laughs> yeah. So, if, and to your point, I know anyone of you who know my wife and I, my and I love talking about this and how much there isn't a presence of the Spirit in things we do in Christianity, whether internationally or locally in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and how much it is the text reminds us the spirit brings that freedom brings that liberty but how much of it is very controlled mm-hmm. <laughs> by people mm-hmm. and because people take up the place of God it ends up looking really bad mm-hmm. and churches look like they're built up to the egos and ideals and visions of people that are mm-hmm. very ma- narrow minded mm-hmm. um, I, I remember someone painted this picture to, for me some time back that imagine someone who's only been looking at the at life and the world through a keyhole. Mm. Now imagine trying to extract that person to build an igloo that they've never seen before <laughs> for the first time. Why an igloo? Well, if you think about an igloo, everything looks the same. <laughs> and it's supposed to be the easiest thing someone should be able to like just see and kind of like feel like, okay, brick, I can put like different ice blocks uh, together and okay. build it up. Okay. But they'll think they know how to do it. But if you gave them the task of doing it, they wouldn't mm. do it at all. Not even well. They just wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. <laughs> Point blank. Yeah. Because they'll try and build it in the way they know houses are built. Mm. To that keyhole. Yeah, to that keyhole. Which ends up hurting people who end up trying to live in it. Because mm-hmm. the whole thing will collapse Absolutely. on them. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I know, I know. I know it's such, yeah. a, rand- I know it's such, such a random uh, image to you know, put out yeah. there. Okay. But it does paint the picture vividly, mm-hmm. right? The danger, the mm-hmm. hazards, the pain of people who try and do something or embark, embark on a task that isn't their vision. Mm-hmm. It isn't their goal. It isn't for them to do. But take it on for themselves as people who are the custodians of doing it in the way they feel everyone else should. And in so doing, hurt so many by building up structures that just implode and implode and implode. Mm. And we're seeing that with many churches and many groups uh, throughout the world. And and there are those who can't talk about it depending on their denominations or groups or 
wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. And for those people, we say, please remember Jesus still loves you. Yes. He sees you. Yes. He hears you. Yes. And maybe this is one way your voice will be heard. But it, and yeah, sorry. No. I didn't mean to take your time. I. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I hear what you're saying as well. And I thank you for it. Mm. Because what I felt, I think most of all more, mm. is I know that Jesus still loves me. Mm-hmm. No matter what, right? Yeah. But I didn't want to feel like I was doing something wrong against him. Mm. And I think that is something that maybe a lot of people might resonate with. Gotcha. No, I, I, I hear that. I hear that. I didn't I that. want to be, wow maybe not that i am a slave because that's already out of the question right (laughs) but maybe i shouldn't be ministering right like Mm. maybe they're right and i'm actually just wrong and going after my own devices and being Mm. selfish and and i think especially women can get into those places where we don't want to take up space or room or feel comfortable saying like hey no Mm. this is what i've been called to do Mm. but i think but then what i remember is is that Jesus has called me to do this work, right? Mm. And because this text is a text of liberation, and yeah. we know I li- liberation is like the words themselves, Jesus, all of it, right? Liberates or has freed me mm-hmm. from my own bondage yeah. of self-doubt, anger, sadness, and anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that is coming from the grace of God yeah. and freeing me in that. And yeah. I rem- when I remember that, I remember, whoa, First of all, who called me to this work? It's mm. not a, it's not a church or denomination. It was Jesus? Amen to that. That's true. That and is true. When I think about that, then I'm like, oh, you know, I'd rather. There's a text that's just blanking my head right now. No, go ahead, go ahead. I don't. What does I, it say? I, I, don't, I, I could I help. I, I don't. Help. I don't I'm the text guy. I know you're the text guy. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. I'm but text savvy. But it's just I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather be on the side of Jesus than any person or man does that sounds like peter's thing yes i know it sounds yeah. like peter's no, thing no, but peter's i know thing. i'm totally just have blanked completely yeah. out of it if it helps there's actually a very fun story in the book of acts um for those of you who are new testament nerds a little bit um you might know the story of um it wasn't stephen i remember who it was so one of the disciples had been caught by the jewish high lead, high priest and was being questioned and so you had the high priest and then you had the Pharisees and Sadducees mm. and they were questioning them. Mm. And what this person essentially said was, hey, are you guys keeping me here just because I believe in the resurrection of the dead? And so a huge di- dispute like broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees because the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection, resurrection from the dead, but the Pharisees do. <laughs> so it distracted, it distracted both sides from focusing on the person and they focused on each other. Um, and then another thing that's actually another interesting story that's similar to that was when Peter was being questioned by the chief priest, by the high priest and, uh, the other religious officials. And they were like, Hey, we, we're going to whoop, we're going to give you guys some, you know, public, you know, we're going to discipline you guys and then send you out to stop. And, and we command you to stop preaching in this name. So Peter looks at the priest and says, high priest and says, and you know, the religious leaders and says, Hey, which is right to listen to you or to listen to God? There we go. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the one, right? Yes. That's, a, that's the one. And, and then it was Paul, by the way. 
Oh no! I, I, was it Paul or Peter? The, the, no, no, Peter. no, 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 the, the Paul. Was oh, the, oh, the <laughs> first one was Paul. Oh, ah, my, I'm sorry, my bad, my I'm bad. I'm trying people. to save you. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! I leave my saving to Jesus. <laughs> my hands are up right now. Uh huh. I just thank him. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry everyone. We we have these exciting oh, conversations every oh, night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, the first one was Paul. Mm-hmm. The second one is Peter. Mm-hmm. But but you can see in each scenario, the religious leaders are in quest are in view, right? Mm. We have the religious le- leaders in view, mm. and what seems to transcend religious leadership is God's command. It's God's instruction. Yes. So if someone says, "I am the authority of this church," mm. I think we're missing out on what the text reminds us that it is not the person it is not the organization nope. these are human made but Jesus says that he was going to build a church not any other person we are the church he calls us to himself he loves us it's because he loves us that he calls us not just calls us he gives us duties within this job and he wants to work with us alongside us not just as someone out there distant far hating spiteful he wants to work with us in the in the in the whole task of not just being like him in this in this life but also bringing others to get to know him and get to know love joy peace and Mm. god's fullness and support and care Especially in a world that feels increasingly cold by the day, yeah. cold and co- getting that seems to be getting cold and colder socially and emotionally. And especially, as you still feel a little drained from all the events we've experienced since two thousand and twenty. Um, I think that's where we might be losing it a little bit as ministers when we join the fray and perpetuate a lot of cold very distant type of thinking and thought that we still see in the religious leaders in Jesus' day and the apostles' day. Yeah. Right? I hear you, but sometimes I also disagree with you. Oh, we know no. This. What do you feel? I, you I, that? I think that, yeah, we're being cold and we're, I think people, in gen- I hear what you're saying, ministers being joining the fray, mm. but I do feel to a certain extent that ministers, sh- <laughs> let me pivot in this, they're so closed off and closed back mm. that they're supposed to be in the fray of people, mm. but they're not. Does that make sense? Unpack that for us. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is is that too many ministers, and part of the reason why we want to evangelize so much, mm. aren't willing to get down on the ground and be messy and get messy and talk to people. And th- mm. They're not, like, I don't, I, I believe the reason why a lot of people feel church hurt is because ministers feel so distant mm. they never experienced fray mm. they've never experienced sadness or hurt i i, I example of this is i've talked to mul- multiple ministers mm. who are older than i am mm. and the biggest thing that they struggle with is finding new ministers mm. who've actually experienced life gotcha. who have not just been stuck in this closed off church bubble Gotcha. So I hear what you're saying. I'm like, mm. we're not. They're like people are socially all joining the fray, mm. but I don't think they. In a way, I'm like, I don't think they are because they've just never had to experience fray to begin with. Mm. They've just been in the closed little bubble world. Yeah. 
No, I, f- I feel that there may be a slight miscommunication on that because... No, I heard you. I just... in, no, no, it's in, in Jesus' time, yes. the Pharisees kept away to themselves. Yes. They became their own elite class. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, the Sadducees and everyone else who belonged to the religious council, mm. they kept to themselves. Yeah. And their theology was very was such that you could only do things in such and such a way if you were such and such a person. Yes. You can't interact with the prostitute. You can't, and and this mm. is, you hear it in their rhetoric whenever they see Jesus out there with the people, yes. right? No, Jesus doing the thing that you're talking about, right? Mm. Being with the people and actually engaging them. Yes. While they, from a distance, are always judging mm. and saying, "Hey, don't you know that your teacher's your rabbi is like mm. a drunk? Why does he hang out with drunks and prostitutes yeah. and questionable people?" Mm. And Jesus is like, "No, this is the kingdom. It's supposed to be for these people." Yeah. And and they'd say, "Okay, so why?" why do it anyway like why still hang out with them and then Jesus says you know the sick are the ones who are in need of a doctor mm. but those who say they are well well they don't really need someone right That's, I, I always find that a very nice coy mm. way Jesus saying just you, you don't need me leave me alone <laughs> 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 but you're right I, I hear you when you say you disagree with me but I'm trying to say that to your point that it's in doing the work that you've been called to do that we truly see God's light and life mm. shine yeah. and come through, break forth, mm-hmm. uh, break barriers, break walls, break biases, break break issues of our day, mm-hmm. uh, whether tribalism on my end mm. and now racism here. within mm. here, this Ooh. context, mm. whether it's yeah, whether it's bigotry in any form, mm-hmm. um, and just accepting people for who they are. Uh, and just coming to understand that we are human and each person's life is its own thing mm-hmm. and it's messy as well yes it's people and people's situations are very messy it's afraid in the mess and that's what we've been called to talk to mm-hmm. to be with and stay with and interact with right mm-hmm. so a question for you okay because I'm taking over the podcast now oh no why are you taking mm-hmm. over and just for one question <laughs> what's the number one question uh, is then we've talked about all the issues all the problems we're experiencing church hurt struggles pain all that right yeah as leaders yeah, yeah so then what do we do next steps mm-hmm, like what do we do what's the solution I think the next steps we've already we've always had the answer but we've always been afraid to do it we've always been afraid to do it okay um, it's simple journal. it's simple and I think part of the reason why we're afraid to do, do it is because of this very well-known phrase. I don't know if you've heard it before, which is, we love to talk about Jesus as Christians. We really do, mm-hmm. whether here or abroad. We have t-shirts. We have t-shirts. Mm-hmm. We have the crosses. Baseball we have the cap. fish signs. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we have the stickers. We have, yeah. name it. We have mm-hmm. Bibles with all the best mm-hmm. artwork and whatever on them. Hair. We have all the, we have all the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. All the aesthetics. Not mm. hair. Not hair art. You've seen, you seen Christian hair. Oh, hair art. Yeah, oh, no, you meant hair art. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Seen the fish with like the pins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we have all the aesthetics <laughs> nailed down. But this is the this is the caption. We love to talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But people love to even get people love even more to get mad at people who try and walk like Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's in walking like Jesus that you make moves. <laughs> mm. That the true effects of God's stuff, God's presence, God's love, God's movement, God's care will mm. be seen. 
and I think we mentioned this one time during our uh, one of our previous podcasts that the world hasn't really come to know what the what, what the church would look like if it actually started acting like him mm. in the world today. And I don't mean just pro- protest. I mean always present, right? Always present with people. Mm. Listening, praying with them, fighting against things that really oppress people's um, right to live and just be. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving freedom to those who really just need to express themselves and exist. Mm-hmm. People who need economic freedom, social freedom, n- name it. Mm-hmm. But the church should be a place where someone comes in and realizes, oh wow, in me getting freed within mm-hmm. through the power of the Spirit, yeah. then I can go out in that same power to do the same thing. And in that we be like Jesus in whatever capacity I exist. Sorry. Yeah, I hope that helps. And why do you apologize? That's a very good answer. No, you gave me a look. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> So I want to add a Okay, ow. Uh, <laughs> Just heat hitting your co-host. No, Just hitting your co-host. Lies. Oh my gosh, I'm under attack. Stop. <laughs> We're a very beautiful woman. <laughs> Named okay. Maya Nicole Samuel Opati. Oh my you. gosh. Thank you. She already touches my heart and stole it. <laughs> Braille. Now she's stealing more than that. Braille. My pain. I think yeah. what we're going to be talking about in the next broadcast mm. is who the Holy Spirit actually is, mm. what that actually looks like. Yeah. Because I think the key difference that we're talking about mm. to breaking that church and breaking the cycles and walking like Jesus, I've heard this statement before. It's not just right. you said that. And then the right. new church comes along it's like, no, we walk like Jesus, right? Right. But then all of a sudden something else happens. You're like, oh, so right. what does it mean to walk with Jesus? And I, for me, and we will break this down next time around. Yeah. Is the Holy Spirit has to be massively involved as much as God and Jesus. Like the the Trinity the Holy Spirit shouldn't be a bad word. Mm. The Spirit should not be something that we don't understand anymore or uncomfortable with. And I mm. and I believe this is from a very American side mm. that we shy away from because this Holy Spirit for me is the key in my liberation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because human will and law is one thing, but you're being asked to engage in a very supernatural and very beyond natural mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. Liberation is not something that you will solve by a nice quote. Yeah. Or just engaging in policy. It doesn't change the person. It helps mitig- It helps advance a cause, but it policy changing and legal work helps advance a cause but it doesn't do the real work of helping someone know from within themselves Mm. that they can do it because if you think about it we and i love that you've left it at that note maya Mm. that the text does remind us and that and we read this a lot that the, the the writers of the new testament say again and again that whether we are crushed, whether we are bullied, whether mm. we are pushed, whether we suffer, we still have learned that there's joy in mm. God. Like we're growing mm. deeper and deeper in love for what he has for us. And we know we're doing the right thing mm. as we keep getting the same marks that were on the same lodges that are now on us. Because mm-hmm. it does cost people something. It costs Jesus his death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to free us mm-hmm. it will cost us something mm-hmm. to put ourselves out there mm-hmm. um, 
and how do we do it from a place that's genuine from a place that really does reflect that really does reflect god's heart yeah not our opinions i think we've we, i think we've led too much with our opinions and thoughts as as leaders yeah. and as a church for the longest time but how do we do this from a place of true care yeah. true compassion true presence whether or not you understand everything whether or not you emotionally are present with everything but just from that place where you feel like i need to obey this one thing and do it uh mm-hmm. for those of you who are philosophers out there i'm a huge fan of soren kickergaard mm-hmm. and his idea of what would the church look like if it just took the new testament and ignored everything else it knew mm. and just said hey how do i live a life that jesus showed me to live mm. and how will that impact many mm. not just now but in ages to come mm-hmm. and uh, I, yeah and i would say on that note mm-hmm. that that focus on the new testament mm. that focus on the holy spirit leads to the healing of church hurt mm. leads to the healing of people questioning and being angry being upset at least for me yeah it was me saying i hear that someone does not like me to be a woman minister mm. which is fine for them mm. but i know that i have a god because i have been able to read the new testament mm. that i know that deacon phoebe and i can rock mm. <laughs> with things you know what i mean right and so for me, that is, that right. I know that people, no matter who they are, mm. gain spiritual gifts. And that's the healing, is yeah. saying, okay, man is saying one thing, but mm. my God, the Jesus, the person I, God, <laughs> mm. that I've mm. decided to join with, yeah, loves me mm. unconditionally mm. and supports me mm. and supports my ministry. And shows that to me every single day. Yeah, and you keep hearing testimonies mm-hmm. day by day. Yeah, I do. We do. And, and yes, I hope that's encouraging to those of you listening. Minister mm-hmm. or not, lead, leader or not, mm-hmm. that there is healing, there is good news mm-hmm. in all of this. Mm-hmm. And there should be no cause for prolonged sadness. Because once you know what the real thing looks like, the Bible talks about and tries so hard to communicate to us, and Jesus tries to paint such great pictures for us, that once you begin to understand and recognize it, it really does change your eyes and perspective forever. Yeah. And, and maybe you are in a season of prolonged sadness, right? Right. Where you are struggling. Mm. I know for a fact that I've been there before myself. Mm. And the things that helped is the more I read the text, it gave me little like sparks of just, hey... Jesus is with me in this moment mm. and I resonate with you know I, I resonate with what Isaiah said in the Old Testament right mm. it, it, it just it's these little reminders in moments if you are in that series of sadness if you are struggling as a leader right now as someone who's trying to support church and minister and all those other things and you've experienced church hurt yourself mm. that for us at least for me Mm. and i would say it's true for you that right we both read the text more and we dived into it and then Mm. really like just like scraped the bond like scraped and looked and read over and over again Mm. that's where i found my healing of whoa 
mm. what someone's saying that's not the case so even in the moment of your like sadness you're on the ropes yeah. you're like i can't do this anymore ministry is too hard all the other stuff yeah you cried when you learned that psalms are actually songs and people still sing them to this very day i cried because right. I, I listened to the hebrew yeah <laughs> listen to some people say, the, doing the, youtube if you ever get a chance someone singing like the psalms in hebrew mm. just in hebrew Mm-hmm. I promise you, it, it changes your life on how it sounds. Because, mm. and I know that we can get into the big talks of like, well, we don't know what it really sounds like. It, yeah. it, even in like a little bit of interpretation, just to hear someone sing yeah. in Hebrew, I promise it's one of those things that will just tug at your heartstrings. Mm. But with that being said, I do know that if the Holy Spirit is calling you today to do ministry, that is wonderful and beautiful. If the Holy Spirit is calling you to just be a follower of Christ and also be a banker, that is wonderful and beautiful. And mm. one is not more powerful than the other, right? Mm. If, it's, if the Holy Spirit God is calling you to be evangelist and a firefighter, that is also amazing as well, right? Like there's, <laughs> not, there's not a right or wrong. <laughs> Spreading one fire, but uh, putting out others, other physical fires. <laughs> Because, you know, fire the spirit. No, you yes. so what you did there. <laughs> yeah, you came up with that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that being said, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is there anything else? No, I'm not. Okay, okay. Anything else for the night? Oh, no. For, for tonight, I feel like that, that really does sum up uh, our talk today on church hurt and ministers. Mm. Uh, so thank you for joining us for part yes. two. Yes, and uh, if... We would love, love, love your support with this podcast. If you would take the time, even if it's a short one-word sentence, or one word, just a sentence, yeah. and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. We would be forever grateful so that we can send out our message more as well. Please, uh, we have our YouTube as well mm-hmm. as Instagram and Facebook page. Yep, Please absolutely. like and subscribe. We love hearing from you as well as our emails. And... We just hope and honestly pray that the rest of this Easter week is a blessed, like just a fully blessed week for, for you. you. Yeah. And so th- yeah. So thank you and stay tuned to our YouTube sessions this week where yes. Maya and I will be leading you through interesting things to think about for this Easter week, even yes. as we reflect on what Jesus did for us. And also we have a big surprise coming up. We can't talk about it yet, but we will soon. So thank you for holding on. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. So thank you guys. And yeah, stay safe out there and Mm. continue to just be a blessing, Mm. even as you've been blessed by this. And also share with your friends and family, Mm. whoever you feel would really benefit from this. And remember, take a still moment with Jesus this week as well. Amen to that. (laughs) Take care and bye, y'all. Bye. (laughs)